Just Our Real Estate, episode number 179. All right, thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host, and I am thrilled to be with you here today. This is going to be a really fun month, guys. I'm going to do something a little bit different with you this month, and what I'm going to do is I have asked some of the best and most incredible real estate investors to join me all month and answer some of the most common questions that I get from you, the listeners, and also from real estate investors, new real estate investors all the time. And like I said, these are some of the more common questions. So I've gathered four of what I'm calling my all-star guests, and they're going to answer some of these questions for you over the next month. Each week, I am going to present a new question, and every day I'm going to have a different real estate investor answer that question for you in their own words, any way they want to do it. It's going to be just you and them one-on-one. They're kind of guest hosting on this show every week, Tuesday through Friday, and it's going to be a blast. I can't wait, and I'm really excited to present this content to you because I think it's going to be very helpful to get the perspective of four different incredible real estate investors answering the same question right in their own way. Everyone has a different take on, on all these questions, and it's really exciting and fun to see how they answered it and what they think the best answer is from their perspective. So that's what we're going to be doing all month long. Mondays are still going to be as usual. I'm interviewing great real estate investors, me and them one-on-one asking questions. But Tuesday through Friday on what normally would be the quick point episodes, I am going to bring you a different real estate investor friend of mine that's been on the show in the past and they're going to answer questions for you. So the four real estate investors that are going to participate and have agreed to participate in this series are none other than Justin Williams. Justin, I interviewed on episode 27 of this podcast, and he is a phenomenal house flipper in California, and I'm really excited to have him be part of this, and I think you're going to love his answers. They're so great, and he is such an incredible, inspirational real estate investor. The next real estate investor that I asked to be part of this is Ben Labovich. Now, Ben is a buy and hold investor, and I'll tell you, he's one of the smartest guys that I've ever interviewed, and I was really excited to have him be part of this. So you're going to hear him and all of his, you know, he gives kind of gives you the real straight, you know, answer. I mean, a lot of no-nonsense, kind of tough love answer, which is kind of cool. So I'm excited to be able to share his answers with you as well. The third uh, real estate investor that I asked to be part of this is Sharon Vornholt. Sharon is a wholesaler, and man, she is amazing. Sharon has some great, great answers to share with you on all of these questions, and I'm excited to have her be part of this uh, series because she just really knows her stuff, and I'm really excited she's here. Finally, the fourth real estate investor that I'm inviting on to this series is Brandon Turner. Brandon is one of the guys behind the Bigger Pockets website and 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 blog there, and also the forum at Bigger Pockets, where there is just a great community of real estate investors, and I highly suggest that you check that out. Um, so these are the four real estate investors that have agreed to take part in this all-star series, and I am really excited to be able to bring it to you. So without any further delay, let's jump into today's question and the guest host for the day. 
Today's guest host is none other than Brandon Turner. Brandon is the senior editor over at Bigger Pockets. And if you don't know anything about Bigger Pockets or if you've never been there, man, you're missing out. This is just a wealth of information for real estate investors. I mean, it's a humongous community. And the best part about it, unlike maybe some other sites that and other forums that talk about real estate, it is quality. Just quality people over there, quality people running it, including Brandon. But the members are also really serious and really helpful. You should go over there and check it out at biggerpockets.com. Sign up and get involved. I'm telling you, you can have a, an entire education in real estate investing just from being a member of that site. And the best part is it's free. They do have a paid membership, but the free membership is incredible. You can learn just anything you want to learn about real estate. Honestly, it's just a great resource. And also, Brandon is the co-host of the Bigger Pockets podcast, which is an insanely popular and highly downloaded podcast about real estate investing. And like I said, he is the uh, co-host of that show. And uh, with Josh Dorkin is also on the show, obviously. He's the other co-host. And uh, it's just a great podcast. I'm a, I'm a listener to it. I love it. They have great guests on, super engaging. I highly recommend that you check that out too. Um, I, I'm telling you, th this guy, is he just knows his stuff and he is the real deal. So without any further delay or any further uh, hype, Let's dive into it and check out what Brandon has to say about goal setting. What advice do you have for people in setting goals when first starting out in real estate? So a lot of people would probably give the answer about the SMART goals, right? The, the, it's a pretty common thing, SMART goals, specific, measurable, assignable, realistic, and time-related. And I think that is really important. I think those are all good attributes to having a goal. But what I want to focus on today, actually, is the idea of relevant goals, you see, a lot of people want to get into real estate investing and they say, okay, well, I'm going to uh, have this goal of getting 100 houses this year, or I'm going to flip 50 houses this year. I have no money. I have no experience. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to flip whatever houses this year. And I think why I say relevant, I want to add to that is relevant, is because I think you have to have goals that you know that you can actually reach. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't shoot for big goals. I mean, I'm all about big goals. I mean, personally, I want to have, let's say, $10,000 a month in passive income, 100% passive that I will come in no matter what I do. I mean, that is one of my goals, but that doesn't mean that you should, I mean, my goal is not to make a billion dollars this month or to let my dog uh, whine in the background. Come here, buddy. So I want to break down today the idea of relevant goals into five different uh, aspects. Uh, I'm going to talk about the five different parts of a relevant goal, uh, kind of looking at your own life uh, to figure out if it'll work or not. So number one is when you're setting a goal is to look at your location because real estate is very much location dependent. In other words, I, you might hear something on a podcast that says, oh, I flip houses and I you know, buy them for 100,000. I put 20 into them and I sell them for 200 and I'm making all this money. And you can look in your location and say, well, the cheapest house in my area is, uh, you know, $375,000 and every house is being snatched up within a, a week. In that market, flipping houses might not make the most sense, at least in that price point. Now, you could probably flip houses in that market, but you might not be able to do it the same way you heard it on whatever. So looking at your location really matters. I know that you know I'm a buy and hold investor mostly, and a lot of people hear about the prices that I get. I mean, I'm buying houses for $30,000, $40,000 that I can rent out for six, seven, $800 a month. And 
you know, people say, well, I want to do that too. But then they look in their location and they just can't do that in the location. If you live in a large city, there's just no way you can buy them that cheap. Uh, now, does that mean you can't do buy and hold investing or you can't do flipping or you can't do whatever? No, there is always a way to do it. Uh, but you need to at least understand what you're dealing with when it comes to location. So that is my uh, first part of a relevant goal is understanding your location and building your goals around that location. Secondly, look at your unfair advantage. Uh, an unfair advantage is something that you have that sets you apart. You know, so many people, they'll say things like, well, yeah, they're successful. Of course they're successful because they had X, Y, and Z. And I hate, I hate when people say that, right? It's like, it's like, uh, well, sure, they're successful because they had their parents help them out. Or, well, of course they're successful. They're young. They have lots of time. Or, well, of course they're successful. They have a mohawk, whatever it is. Right? People always like to use that as like a, a way to make themselves feel better about not being as successful as another person. Well, of course they're successful. They had X, Y, or Z. The truth is, though, every single person has an unfair advantage. Everybody does. Everybody has something that somebody will someday say, well, of course, because they had this. And nobody's is the same. Well, a lot of people's are the same. But generally, yours is not going to be the same as somebody else's. So in my life, a few unfair advantages I have is I live in an area where things are cheap. I can buy cheap properties uh, that cash flow pretty well in my area. And people say, well, of course you succeeded. You could buy them for $30,000. That's just an excuse. That's a lousy excuse for why you're not getting off the couch and doing work. The fact is, in every, every area, like I just talked about a minute ago, Every area you can buy property. So that's just a lousy excuse. Another one, uh, unfair advantage maybe is that I have a podcast. So people listen to me. I get to listen to people on a podcast every week. Well, again, you can do that as well. Just listen to the podcast. They're free. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of these unfair advantages and people use them as excuses on why they're not doing anything. So look at your unfair advantage, figure out what it is. What do you have that nobody else has? Are you good at talking to people? Are you good at sales negotiations? What are you good at? What do you have? What's your location look like? What we talked about earlier. And maybe you can try to make that your unfair advantage and build your goal around that as well. So that was number one. Number one was location. Number two was unfair advantage. Number three is look at your time availability. This is huge because a lot of people, they, they work full-time jobs, especially when you're just getting started investing in real estate. You think, uh, I'm going to flip houses and I might have a goal to flip three or four houses a month, let's say. But you might work a full-time job. I mean, you might be working... 50, 60, 70 hours a week and thinking that you're going to go flip houses, that's going to be your exit uh, and how you're going to exit the job world. Well, that's probably not going to happen. I mean, most things like flipping and when you're getting into any new business venture, it takes a lot of time. So you need to look at your own time availability and build your goals around that. So if you've got basically all you have is weekends and you've only got a couple hours and you've got seven kids at home that you need to spend time with, Flipping houses is probably not going to be the ideal solution for you unless you quit your job or make some other changes in your life first. So to recap real quick, number one was look at your location. Number two is look at your unfair advantage. Number three is to look at your time availability. Number four is to look at your personal financial situation. Now, if you are flat broke, I'm not saying that you cannot invest in real estate. It is very possible there are techniques to do it. But Typically, investing in real estate requires some kind of money, some kind of income, uh, cash flow, uh, whatever, because there are a lot of things like marketing that you might need to do. Yes, you can make money in real estate, but it also takes money to make money at some point. So look at your own life and, and where are you starting from and what can you do with that money to move forward? So I think looking at your personal finances is very important. How can you save more money? How can you earn more money? I think a lot of people think that 
the answer to their problems, the answer to their financial problems is to go out and flip houses. That is a terrible idea. Flipping houses is a business that you can succeed at or you can fail at. And you might succeed, you might fail. I think that if you pay attention, you do a good job, you do your research, you can succeed at it. But that should not be your evacuation route of not having any money. I'll say that again. I'll just repeat that. Trying to flip houses or any real estate investing should not be your evacuation route. It can be a good alternative to a job, but it should not be your your buoy, your saving grace trying to help you uh, from a bad situation. You need to be solid before you do that. So look at your personal finances and build goals based on that. Uh, let's get a little bit more specific with that. Uh, for example, if you are currently making uh, $10 an hour, working 20 hours a week at a job, and you're bringing in $800 a month, and you want to go out and raise money to buy an apartment complex. I wouldn't necessarily make that your goal for today. I think instead you, your goal should maybe be, I'm going to work 40 hours a week making $10, and then I'm going to save half that money. That, that's maybe more specific goal for now. Um, so definitely look at your personal finances. Number five is to get a plan for getting that relevant goal. I like to say you don't drive from, I don't know, Alaska to Peru just knowing that it's south. Right, you don't just get in your car, drive south. Uh, if you do, I mean, yes, you would probably make it, but it might take you a long time if you don't know the way. If you've never made that trip before, you get in your car and just start driving. You, you're going to hit a lot of dead ends. You're going to end up going south, then oh, you took a road east, and then you went west, and then you went north, and you ended up in Podunk, Washington, and you're just completely lost. Right. So if you have a GPS, if you have a map, instead you can follow that exactly how to get from Alaska to Peru. The same thing with real estate investing. If, if you have a goal to get 10 houses a month, it is not enough to do, I'm going to buy 10 houses a month. That's not a good enough goal. And that goes back to the specific goals. You need, you need a plan, a specific plan of action of how you're going to get there. And yeah, that will change a lot. It might change 100 times between beginning and ending. But you need to at least have a plan for how you are going to get there. So it might be, well, I'm going to set aside... of my paycheck for the first six months, I'll have enough for a down payment on the first house. After that, I'm going to take the cash flow and fold that into the next one. I believe I can make X amount, Y amount, fold that back in, reinvest my profits, and I'm going to factor it all out. It might take a couple hours of sitting there with a pencil and paper at your kitchen table, but that planning session of how you're going to get from where you are to where you want to be is vital in choosing goals. So to recap, the five parts about getting a relevant goal would be to look at your location, Look at your unfair advantage, look at your time availability, look at your personal finances, and then build a plan for getting there. All right, guys, that was Brandon Turner giving you his uh, opinion and his viewpoints on goal setting when you're a new investor. And, you know, I listen to every single one of these episodes that my all-stars are are doing and, and that they're giving you as my listeners. And Brandon continued in the trend that we've set this week of just giving outstanding advice. I mean, I love the way he broke it down. I love the way he really emphasized the five really important things about goal setting and the relevant like aspects of it. Location, consider your unfair advantage, uh, available time, your personal financial situation and the importance of making a plan, not just having some goal, but knowing how you're going to get there. So, I mean, that was great. You guys, that's a great way to end this week. I really think that this all-star series is really valuable for you and I am having a blast. These guys that I have approached and, and that I asked to be on this series are just really 
high-quality, top-notch investors. And I can't emphasize to you enough how important it is to listen to these episodes and take what works for you. Maybe one investor, you know, uh, kind of... Uh, you know, speaks to you a little bit better or, you know, you just kind of, you know, you can relate to what they're saying a little bit better, but that's why I'm not just asking one person. That's why I have four different investors answering these questions because I think between the four of them, there's just a great wealth and a very well-rounded viewpoint on all these questions. So I hope you enjoyed it the first week. Next week, we're going to hit it again strong on Tuesday with a brand new question and a brand new set of answers from these guys. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you in a few days.